0: Hello friend. Oh my goodness. Welcome to the first episode of the Christian Health Club podcast. I cannot believe this is finally happening. Oh my gosh. Doing a podcast has been on my radar for so long and now it is happening. So I think it's only fit to share with you how God gave me confirmation that this was something that I'm supposed to do. Um, Like I said, it's been on my radar for so long. I have listened to podcasts for years. It's one of my favorite things to do. Every day I go walking. I listen to podcasts. I mean, I, I would walk all day and listen to podcasts if I didn't have anything else to do. It's just truly one of the things that just brings me joy. Being outside, being in nature, moving my body, learning i love learning and that's what i use my podcast time for i'm listening to nutrition podcasts obviously i listen to spiritual podcasts i listen to business podcasts and i just love it i also listen to podcasts when i'm driving in the car when i'm walking around the house doing chores it just makes folding laundry so much more bearable and so you know of course naturally over the years um i thought gosh maybe this is something i can do but um you know it's kind of a big deal. It's kind of scary to do something like that. And I just didn't know if it was right. So a few years ago, I even bought a microphone um, and was like, okay, I'm gonna do this. And I kind of tried to mess with it and it just, it wasn't driving. it wasn't working. And so I wouldn't feeling it, you know? And so I'm just ah, well, maybe this is not for me. So I put the microphone up in a closet in my office and just, you know, kind of was like, well, that's that. But then here recently, about three or four months ago, I just could not stop thinking about it again. And that is one of the ways I know that God is trying to impress something on me um, is when something's just kind of overtaking my mind, overtaking my kind of that gut intuition, you know? Um, And that's one of the ways that God speaks to me. But in this case, you know, I was like, that ain't cutting it i need i need some more clarity god and so this is what i did and this is how he answered me i think this is a cool story so um i needed more clarity from god right i've only done this one other time when i've asked god for a clear sign so Um, So one day I was in my, I was in doing my Juve light. If you've seen on my website, I do this, um, I stand in front of this infrared and red light. It's just good for so many reasons. It's called a Juve light. But anyway, when I'm in my Juve, doing my Juve time, it's kind of my prayer time. I'm just kind of, um, you know, because I'm facing the light and I have to close my eyes. And so it's just a good time for me to Um, to pray, to listen to God, and um, just try to, you know, use that time to be with him. And so I said, God, I need a very clear sign if I'm supposed to do this podcast or not. So what I would like is for the word podcast to just come to me in a very clear way, you know, and what I would like is for that to happen (laughs) in 48 hours. Yes, I put a time limit on this request. Um, for better, for worse, um, maybe that's wrong, maybe that's right, but I read this book, um, one of the many books I've read over the years that, um, encourages, you know, really asking God, you know, there are so many Bible verses about, um, asking and receiving in this, this book encouraged to just, you know, ask what you want, you know, that doesn't mean God has to answer, you know, he will do what he wants, but, um, ask him. Say what you want and, you know, when you want it and, you know, be clear in what you're asking for. And so I was clear. I asked for um, the word podcast to come at me in a very obvious way. And I really wanted this to happen within 48 hours. Now, the last time, the only other time I'd done something like this um, had been years before when I had to make a big, scary financial decision Um, and I really, really needed to know if it was the right thing. And he did, he, he came through, he answered me, but it came down to like the wire. It was like in the last hour, um, of that 48 hour time period. So, you know, I wasn't in any big hurry, you know, aside from the 48 hours. Um, I just, you know, finished up my G session and, um, took a shower and then had to go on with the rest of my day. Um, which I had some client appointments later that day so in one of my client consultations with one of our Christian Health Club members Melissa hey Melissa Um, I hope you don't mind I'm calling you out here I don't think you will but because she was the messenger y'all she was the messenger so um, she and I had our client consultation we're just checking in on how things were going and at the end of our session she said we were wrapping up she said you know I just love hearing your voice. It makes me so happy. Have you ever thought about doing a podcast? Y'all, I like to fell out of my chair. Oh my gosh. I mean, hello. That is that if that's not hitting you upside the head, I don't know what is. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, Melissa, you are not going to believe this. And I told her, and I'm pretty sure I cried. Um, it was just so powerful to know that God just, oh, he answered me. And it I, I just makes me want to cry right now because, oh my gosh, what a blessing, you know, that just God is so active in our lives. And, um, you know, it was a blessing to me, obviously, that he would answer me and just be in that relationship with me. It was a blessing to Melissa because God used her as the messenger. You know, God will often use people in our lives or he might use complete strangers um that you know to bring these messages and maybe the the messenger doesn't even know that they're doing it but um but that day he used melissa to bring me this message so it blessed me it blessed her and what i hope is that it's blessing you and that's why it is so important y'all for us to share these stories when this happens you know it glorifies god and it just keeps us an encouragement that he is active in our lives, you know, Um, he is active. And it's just, it's really exciting, you know, it's exciting to know that. So um, that was a very cool day. But even though I had that confirmation, I have, you know, that's been a good gosh, three months ago, I have still had this major mental hump about doing this, you know, there's a lot that goes into it um and i'm just like who's gonna listen to this you know i am not worthy like who's gonna listen to me um but i've just you know prayed that um you know i just turn that over to god you know if he's led me to do this confirm that i should do it then that part is not up to me he will help bring together he will help put this um you know help the people find this that it will help that it will resonate that it will um you know whoever needs it will find it so I'm leaving that up to God Um, we did have a big old prayer before I started this I am um, diffusing my magnify your purpose essential oil just I've got all the things around me to just kind of help you know promote this um, sense of just um, you know peace and calm and well-being that this is what I'm supposed to be doing right here right now with you so Super exciting to be here. Um, we're gonna move into our topic for the day. So, you know, I'm kind of feeling my way as to how we're gonna do this, but you know, this is all about, um, true health is all about being healthy in spirit, mind, and body. Now, you've probably heard, you know, just kind of people saying, oh, we gotta be healthy in mind, body, and spirit. You know, there's a kind of that saying, it's mind, body, spirit. But I say, uh-uh, that's the wrong order, yo. You have got to be healthy in spirit and then mind and then body, because here's the deal. Your mind is what drives the actions of your body. So whatever is in your mind is what's going to become your health habits. It's what you're going to act on is what you're going to do. And what fills our mind? Well, the spirit, the Holy Spirit can fill your mind or the world can fill your mind. And so we have to be proactive about seeking the spirit, seeking righteous thinking so that our minds can be filled with hope and righteousness and just all the things um, that God promises us. Because when that is the case and we feel good and we're at peace, um, we make better decisions for our physical bodies. So there is a true and real order here. It's spirit, mind, and body. And so we just cover all of that in the Christian Health Club podcast. And so there will always be a spiritual component, um, which is feeding our minds with truth, which will um, manifest in the actions and choices that we make on a daily basis so that we can promote our best health. And so today I want to talk about um, something real physical, which is fat burning. And the holy grail of fat burning um, to me is fat fasting. And maybe you already are fasting, which is awesome. Um, If you are, then listening to this podcast will just reinforce your resolve. And it might even inspire you to take it up a level, take it up a notch. And if you are not already practicing any kind of fasting, you'll want to by the end of this episode. Um, And what is so cool about fasting is that it's effective It is so healthy for you and it's free. I mean, it is free. So you can't get better than any of that. But I know what you're thinking. If you are, if you're not fasting and it's kind of not on your radar, you're probably where I was when I first thought about it. You know, you think, okay, fasting, Jesus fasting for 40 days in the desert. And, you know, that's just like, you know, otherworldly, you know, you don't even really, it's hard to connect to that. Even the, the, um, people in the Bible that practice shorter fast, you know, like Esther did a three-day fast. Even that feels impossible. Um, it can feel like something that it doesn't even resonate with you at all. But I'm here to tell you that we don't have to do these extreme fasts, what we see as extreme fasts, to experience the benefits of fasting. So what we're going to talk about and start with is intermittent fasting which is fasting for 12 to 16 hours. Okay. Um, so just dialing back a little bit, you know, to think about fasting. One of the first times I read about fasting in connection with health besides the Bible, when I didn't even see it that way, which, you know, we grew up with stories about that. So, um, you know, we weren't thinking about a health at that time, but, um, about, gosh, it's been over 10 years now. I read this book called greater health, God's way. Y'all, this was before I even thought about becoming a nutritionist. So now I can look back and see it's one of those seeds that God was planting. Ah, so cool to see how God works. Um, so I read this book called greater health, God's way by stormy o. Martian. And one of her chapters was on fasting and one of, you know, part of her health protocol was fasting for 24 hours, one day a week and i was just like oh good for you you evangelical person (laughs) you know i mean i was like oh good for you you know like no there is no way you know that again i was so disconnected i thought it was for bible people i thought it was for evangelical people you know not for me um and so it is just so funny to see you know never say never you just never know um but you know even that 24 hour fast you don't even have to go that much so what is so cool is that you can see all of these wonderful benefits with what we call intermittent fasting which again is is fasting for about 12 to 16 hours between dinner and breakfast so what is uber cool about that is you're sleeping for most of that time right i mean Um, That's taking place mostly overnight. But a lot of people don't even pay attention to that time when they stop eating at night and when they eat the next morning. Okay. Um, And unfortunately, in our modern society, that window has gotten quite narrow, meaning that a lot of us will just eat right up until we go to bed and then we will wake up and eat breakfast. And there's Um, Several reasons for that. Um, We'll talk about those. But historically, ancestrally, this was not the case. These people were not eating all day long, okay? Most of the reason for that is there just was not as an abundant food supply as we have now, right? Ancestrally, Um, In biblical times, there was no grocery store, there was no convenience store, you didn't swing by the hot bar at Whole Foods, you know, pick something up or go out to eat, that kind of thing. It was like you looked around nature, um, you know, if it wasn't available, if it wasn't growing, um, if you couldn't shoot it, if you couldn't pluck it, you know, then you were not eating. And so that is, um, you know, that just by default, Created this rhythm of what I call feasting and fasting, which is um, why I named my program that, you know, Feast to Fast. Because sometimes there is more abundant food supply where we eat more. Um, And, you know, right now in modern times, we would call that the weekend (laughs) or a special occasion. Um, And then there were times where there was fasting times, there was not as much food around, and they just did that kind of naturally. But in modern society, with all of this food that we have, you know, we are just eating so much more and so much more often that we don't allow our bodies the space, the time, the opportunity to use our stored and use and store our burned energy. Okay, and that is what fasting does. So Those times that you're not eating, your body still needs to run. It still needs fuel. And so it's tapping into stored energy or what we might call fat, right? You're burning fat. Um, And that's awesome, correct? We all want to burn fat. And so that is really um, what we're trying to achieve here. And when your body can burn fat, this is extremely advantageous to your metabolism because the problem is if you are somebody that's eating, you know, all day long and eating late into the night and waking up and eating first thing, you're not giving your your body much opportunity to tap into those fat stores and you're probably burning sugar only. You're only burning sugar or you're burning that um the food that you're putting in right away, right? So the more you're feeding yourself and the more available energy that your body has, the more it's gonna use that. There's no need to tap into the fat stores. There's no need to burn stored fat, right? Um, and so that's, the, that's a problem. And that's one reason that, um, you know, there's just such an onset of obesity and diabetes and a lot of these issues that we have going on that fasting just simply Um, having a little self-discipline about when we're eating can really, really help. Um, You know, it used to be that even back in the 1950s, 60s, 70s, you know, a family would sit down and have dinner. And then it was like, all right, kitchen's closed, dinner's over, and that's it, right? Like you didn't get up, you ate at six or seven, and then kitchen's closed till the next morning till, you know, seven or eight o'clock. Now it's like we eat dinner and then the kids want to eat something after, you know, after dinner, before they go to bed. And, you know, we want to grab a bag of chips and go sit on the couch and eat Netflix, you know, watch Netflix and eat our bag of chips or have ice cream or have a snack. And, you know, if we think about it, most of the times it's not due to true hunger, it's habit. It's just what we do. That food's in the pantry, it's available. You're standing in front of the fridge, in front of the pantry and you're just going, kind of like, hmm, what can I eat here? You know, it's, we're just so disconnected from um, intuitive eating and from um, just for true hunger, you know, and that's really another thing that fasting can really help you do is bring back that intuitive sense of true hunger um, and that, and true fullness and that being satisfied. So we've gotten way off base just with all of this prevalence of food. And I'm going to use that term a little loosely here because what most of us are diving into after dinner is um, is not real food, right? Or what I call real food the way God made it. It's not from nature. It's it's a package. You know, it is the chips and the ice cream and the crackers and the cookies and, um, and what have you. So that's a problem in itself. But when we are intermittent fasting, we really pay attention to that time between dinner and and breakfast and if we can work our way up into a 12 to 16 hour fast um, nightly leave that time then um, then we give our bodies that opportunity to tap into the fat for energy so I'm gonna answer a few questions here that I get a lot when people are starting to intermittent fast and even people that have already been doing intermittent fasting sometimes um, it's not very clear so The first question is how long should I fast 12 hours or 16 hours, you know, like what's the best. And, um, so my answer to that is, well, first of all, where are you starting from? If you're somebody that, you know, is eating up until 10 o'clock at night, you know, and then waking up first thing at six o'clock in the morning and eating, um, then you're going to need to dial back. You might even need to start with 10 hours, right? Um, and just see how that feels. And then work your way up, increase your fast. Anywhere from 12 to 16 hours is going to be advantageous. But the closer you get to 16 hours, um, you're going to give your body that more of an opportunity to burn fat, to tap into those fat stores. Not only that, to really help your digestive system, your detoxification system, um, really optimize all of those systems in the body. And so, I would say, you know, if you've got some health issues, if you've got some weight to lose, the closer that you can get to a regular sixteen-hour fast. And I want to say this doesn't happen have to happen every day. I certainly don't even fast sixteen hours every day. Um, I've kind of hit a stride with fourteen most days, fourteen to sixteen hours during the week, and then on the weekends I um, back off that a little bit just because of family time and, and the, we, the way we cook out on the weekends is just a little bit different than, um, what I can do during the week. So uh, there's a lot of flexibility here. Um, there's no, you know, exact set formula. You have to make this work in your life, but 12 to 16 hours is what you're shooting for with 16 hours, you know, being optimal really for, um, really, um, kind of put into the, the pedal to the metal, metal, um, with all of these um, you know, these health benefits. So that's number one, okay. Then here's a question I get. Well, I hear that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. So if I'm skipping breakfast, isn't that totally gonna wreck my metabolism? Well, here's the deal. The word breakfast comes from the words breaking the fast. I love origins of words. Isn't that cool when you think about it? breaking the fast. So we all fast, all of us, we all fast when we're sleeping. um, And it's a matter of breaking the fast. Okay, so no matter what time you eat your breakfast, you are breaking your fast. Okay, so of course, your question is, well, I mean, the understanding is right, you're supposed to get up first thing in the morning and, and have breakfast to get that metabolism moving. Well, i have to tell you the people that would really like you to think that you have to get up and you have to eat breakfast and you have to eat it right away um a lot of the studies quote unquote that you might have encountered over the years saying that are sponsored by people that would like you to visit their drive-through window (laughs) you feel me or open or open up your pantry and grab a box out of the pantry on a regular basis okay so we have to take some of those studies with a grain of salt um grain of salt I said, did I say great assault? Yeah. Whoa, there's a little subconscious slip of the tongue, right? With a grain assault, um, we have to consider that. But what is better for your metabolism than allowing your body to burn fat? right? I mean, can you think of anything better than that? But when, if you wake up and you eat first thing, then your body is going to start using that energy that you just put in. Okay. You're cutting off your fat burning. Um, so just know that, you know, when we wake up in the morning and we have not eaten all night, we are in prime time fat burning state. You know, we have depleted, um, a lot of the available energy that our body has. And so it has to tap into the fat stores and that's just awesome. And so when we can really sculpt and cultivate that time and be intentional about allowing our body to do that, that is when things just, the body really starts changing. The body composition really start changing. Um, and not only that, not only the, what you see physically with weight loss, but just the way you feel, you know, um, you'll have more clarity. Um, in your brain and just the whole your whole body system starts working better detoxification like I mentioned all of that so it's very very cool Um, so don't worry about that don't worry so much about you know breakfast being the most important meal of the day what is important about breakfast is what you eat okay so it's not so much that you have to get up right away and put food in your body. You can get up and let your body burn fat, and that's awesome. But when you do decide to break your fast, here's a little kind of secret tip tweak that you can do. If you break your fast, if you have a breakfast that is mostly centered around fat and protein, then your body stays in a kind of fat burning state, a fat burning mode, okay? Because when you, a lot of us, when we think about breakfast, we automatically think carbohydrates. I mean, that's just kind of because of all of the, um, you know, packaged foods, convenience foods, we're thinking cereal, pancakes, donuts, muffins, you know, that's just kind of where our brain goes. But the minute you put significant amount of carbohydrates in your body, your body switch over switches over to burning sugar, okay? Sugar, carbohydrates are just a much easier Fuel for your body to use it has to work harder like you have to you know you have to kind of deplete all that carbohydrate sugar energy before your body will get over to the fat that's why this time um, this extended time allows your body to do that but if you will instead of choosing carbohydrates to break your fast if you will focus on fats and proteins your body still stays in that fat burning mode. Now it is going to use the energy that you're putting in right then. So if you're eating, you know, eggs and avocado um, for breakfast, it's going to use that energy. So you're not necessarily still tapping into your stored fat energy, but what you're doing is training your body to be a fat burner. And that is what we need to do because so many of us have trained our bodies to be sugar burners over the years by all of this constant eating all day long by, um, you know, these convenience food, these packaged foods, by eating too often, our bodies constantly have energy, they constantly have carbohydrate energy to use, it doesn't need to use the fat. So what we wanna do is train our bodies to be what I call metabolically flexible, able to burn both fat and sugar, like a hybrid car, you wanna switch back and forth really easily. Um, you know, I know there's a lot of extreme diets out there that will say, You just want to be a fat burner. You just want to be a protein burner or, you know, we're kind of past the point that says you only want to be a carb burner, sugar burner. I think we all know that is not ideal, but I think for sustainability, for a lifestyle from a mama right here who likes to drink some wine and eat some cookies, I want to be able to enjoy those things, but I also wanna be able to burn fat. So I wanna be metabolically flexible. I want my body to be ready for whatever's coming at it to burn energy and to burn it efficiently, okay? And so we have to be active in training our bodies to do that, and so when you break your fast, when you start your day with um, a more fat and protein-centered meal, you're not only, you know, training your body, body, we're still working through fat here, we're still burning fat, you are also setting the tone for the rest of the day because starting your day now this is where some of those studies come in is is really about what you eat because starting your day with a good breakfast and by good what we want is to feel full we want to be carried through till you know at least three or four hours we should be able to go at least three or four hours and if you cannot go three to four hours between meals then you are a sugar burner. Your your body is not being able to switch efficiently over into that fat burning mode. And so we need to we need to retrain it. You know, we got to change things up. But when you start your day with fat and protein, you're gonna feel more full. You're gonna tell your body that's the fuel we want to burn. Um, it will keep your energy um, levels more steady. It will help you think more clearly you'll be able to go longer without eating. It's just all the way around It's just so helpful to get through your day when you start the day with a good um, solid breakfast like that. Okay, and just here's another little tidbit. Saving your carbs for a little bit later in the day is is more advantageous as well for several reasons. But for one, when you save your carbs for later in the day, it helps you sleep better at night and your body just kind of processes them them, um, more efficiently and just more to your advantage. Okay. Okay. So the last thing I want to address here is the, it's the next question I get the most. And that is, okay, so what about my coffee? <laughs> because I, I got to have my coffee. What can I put in my coffee? Is coffee breaking my fast? What is the deal? Okay. Here's the deal. A true, like a true spiritual fast would be water, right? It would just be straight up water, but a traditional fast would be water herbal tea black coffee okay so we if we're just really talking about a traditional fast we would be considering those but there are some kind of tweaks hacks things you can do to still have your coffee and have some stuff in it um here's the thing again if we introduce any kind of significant energy meaning calories and i really dislike that word if you know me that you know like i try to avoid that word as much as possible But calories are energy, right? So I just like to refer to it as energy. That's all it is. Calories are just a measure of energy. And so if you are drinking a lot of energy in your coffee, that's not just from the caffeine, but from the things you put in it, your body's going to burn that, okay? It's going to kind of switch you out of your fasting, um, and it's going to use that energy that's available. So that is something to think about. So one kind of rule of thumb is we want to keep that energy, those calories, under 100-ish calories. Um, so that our body can still be in that fasting mode where we're still using our um, stored fat for energy, okay, and not relying on this energy that you're eating right in the moment. So we want to keep under about 100 calories. And then um, the other thing is, if you are mostly putting something that's um, fat based, or even some protein like collagen in your coffee, that's not going to switch you out of fat burning mode, right? So what we want to do is just keep that Keep our bodies trained for fat burning. So if you want to have your coffee and put something in it, do something like full-fat coconut milk. Or um, some people put heavy whipping cream, you know, really a full-fat organic dairy. Um, Or you might put in a little bit of butter or coconut oil or MCT oil or something like that. Um, When we focus on something that's fat, and again, or maybe collagen, I like to put collagen in my coffee too, which is protein. Um, those are not going to be significant enough to really kick you out of fat burning mode, right? It's gonna use that energy, but then it's not you're not switching over into sugar burning energy, okay? We're still training that body to burn fat for fuel. So you can do that and have your coffee and then break your fast with food a little bit later. So you can still have your coffee and that's cool. No worries on that, all right? Um, so, gosh, I could just now that i'm going i was <laughs> so nervous to get to do this and get started now that i'm going i could talk to you all day long but i want I'm, i won't i know you've got things to do and i'm just honored that you stayed here with me um through this and i just man i just i'm excited about doing this now i just want to bring you awesome information i want to inspire you to have you know, more God, seek more God in your life and better health. Um, They go hand in hand. Like I said earlier, you cannot have good physical health unless you have good mental health and you can't have good mental health unless you have good spiritual health. So I just put my hand on my heart and you might be hearing my microphone do things. I'm going to have to learn to rein in my movements over here. Um, But anyway, I hope you enjoyed that. I know that was kind of a lot. And so just know that I have all of this information on my website, thechristiannutritionist.com. I've got stuff about fasting. I also have a fasting masterclass that you can take. Um, We'll put this information in the show notes with the links so you can scroll through, look at the notes from the podcast here, and it'll take you to all the different places that you can learn more. Or like I said, you can go to my website. Um, There's so much more that you can learn about fasting. These are kind of the basics, but again just start with the basics. If you'll just start with an intermittent fasting between 12 and 16 hours overnight, you are going to see amazing, see and feel amazing things happening to your body. And why wouldn't we, you know, like we, we, it's just one of those things that's in the Bible that we have just, you know, the answer has been right there as one of these powerful tools, powerful health tools that we you know, that we overlook um, because we think it's not for us, but it is for us. And when we, um, when we take advantage of that information and we start practicing it, wow, we can see such a difference. So that's super exciting. Um, I hope you find it exciting. There's so much more to talk about. I'm just, I'm excited now that we get um, getting this podcast kicked off. So I really look forward to, to um, seeing you in the next episode. I hope you're looking forward to it Um, as well. And in the meantime, I hope you have a healthy and blessed week.